Uh, hey, where did where did you all come from? I've been here, man. I don't know about you. No, no, I've been alone. You are all at PAX Eastern. I wasn't. I've been having a nice, relaxing time. Why weren't you guys here on the last episode? You were at PAX East too, bitch! We forgot. I was the one that was alone. No, Valp wasn't at PAX East, he posits. But the week (laughs) PAX East, where was everybody? I went to PAX East, but nobody was there. So I left. (laughs) So So I went home. I recorded a podcast all on my own because no one was there last weekend. Yeah, I recorded one too. Well, where where is it? it upload though. it, upload it. I don't know. I put it on the net, and it just it just turned into smoke, and then it went to Pax East. <laughs> Details of Balp being at Pax East were greatly exaggerated. It just vaporized. I put mine on X videos. Was I not supposed well, to do that? Well, okay. Listen, sometimes the crew the crew will separate and isolate. And make fake podcasts, but we all come back together. And when we get back together, you know what we ask each other? We say, hey, where do, where do we where do we begin? Welcome to Where Do We Begin, the only podcast where... We begin. We begin. begin. (laughs) Where it all begins. The only podcast that went to PAX East. Wayne Radio TV. Oh, right. Uh, Trog. That's... I'm that one. Yeah. And me? I'm Log. I'm... I'm Balp. And I'm Mike. That's guest Mike. He's here filling in for Gurr. Mike's got the scoop. You might have known him from The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog or Sonic Underground or Mm -hmm. whatever it's called. I don't remember. One of those, for sure. Sonic Mania. Coming to a Twitch stream near you. So why do we even introduce ourselves? Everyone knows who we are. We should just introduce a guest. I guarantee you every episode has at least one new listener. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they could be like me. Fine. I listen to podcasts in reverse. <laughs> you know, I do that too. I think every episode, to account for our one to two new listeners per episode, we need to do more in-depth intros. We can't, we can't cut it at just our names. We need, like, introductions. So, hey, everybody. My name is Wayne. I'm the cool one. Uh, I'm, I'm the nerdy one. Oh, fuck, I was going to pick that one. <laughs> five times five is 25. Uh, <laughs> About the smart one. My name's Trog. I'm the, I'm the brawn. <laughs> and I'm Log. I'm the meat grinder. <laughs> what is that? They're mean? always calling him. He's That's the scary what, I one. Mean, I mean, you you got some meat. I check out our podcast. Ground. I think every podcast needs a scary one, where you're like, you don't have ground beef on this podcast. We could Log, add, get to work. We could add more. I mean, he did have steak tartare. <laughs> oh, shit. That's yeah, great. That sounds like grinding. That sounds like you're the meat slammer. <laughs> hey, well, you don't know how I do it. That's why I'm the grinder and you're the and you're the amateur. Let the master That's work. Crazy. Let the master work. There's no podcast without me. <laughs> yes. You you're know, damn right. We don't. We, we, we're remote, which is unfortunate because I would love to, like, have a podcast together. But, like. 
we like at a location like we should go to like a butcher shop and do and record a podcast (laughs) they'll let us do it they'll let us record it i mean they might i think there are places that would allow it like that one place where the guys recorded a podcast and then a car crashed into the building behind them oh yeah i don't know what kind of location that was maybe it was a cafe looked like yeah something like that it was a cafe it was not a uh uh, they were just very unlucky. It wasn't like they were asking to get hit by a car. Yeah, they didn't go to the car crash into it. <laughs> the one place where a car is designed to crash. We should record into a it. podcast on the freeway. If you, if we could, okay, if you had the ability to have us record our podcast in person anywhere on Earth, where would you pick? What would, uh, what would be cave. your cave? Which cave? Yeah, which one? You have to be specific. Doesn't matter. Any cave? Uh, the, cave with that do- the cave with that bear painting in it. <laughs> which, wait, that hold on. Cave. Which one? Is there a specific That's bear? a very specific cave! You don't know about the bear painting? No, I don't. Okay, hold up. You have to Bear painting me. cave. I bet it's first result. Yep, it's first result. It's called the Chauvet Cave. Chauvet? I don't fucking know. Yeah, and there's a really <laughs> dope picture of a bear in there. Okay, um, well that sounds cool. You're not allowed in there. Oh, you're not allowed in there, actually. Well, we um, are, because... but luckily, directly adjacent to the cave, they have built a recreation of the cave to scale. Wait, really? Um, so we can record mm-hmm. the podcast in there. Yeah, because they wanted to showcase the art, uh, but didn't want anyone going in the cave to like erode it. That's actually very smart. I've never thought about that. Instead of having national like natural landmarks we should have man-made landmarks that are the exact same right next to them oh that looks like the mm-hmm. open season bear <laughs> oh kind of does <laughs> he kind of does the, well for i i know enough uh i know enough to know that the reason why they did that specifically for this is because flash photography was making the cave paintings melt uh, there's a lot of things making the paintings melt like even just like the presence yeah. of humans and like just natural airflow. Yeah, they, yeah, bringing the air in and out is bad for it. There's all kinds of reactions that can happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. exposing it to air was fucking it up. So like, if you open up a can of chili in there, the cave painting starts moving. <laughs> it starts trying to get it. Yeah, it starts salivating. I think I think that is something that would happen. 100% in like a two in a 90s 2000s commercial and I think that means we've <laughs> officially watched too many of those yeah. that's affecting our thought processes. Yeah, some, it's on the brain. some Hormel, Hormel commercials going down. <laughs> um, I, I can't remember oh, oh, I was talking about this on a stream on a podcast. Man, the best com- old commercial, like the best company to have old commercials in my opinion, Stouffer's. Because Stouffer's used to have a tagline in, like, the late 80s, early 90s. Uh-huh. You know what it was? People expect better from us. And <laughs> what? So what that's supposed really? to imply... What, what that's supposed to imply <laughs> is that, like, people are expecting quality from Stouffer's, right? They're mm. expecting it to be better than the other brands. But the way that you say... The only time you would ever say, I expect better from you... Is whenever you are a disappointed. Yeah. Whenever you're disappointed. <laughs> whenever Stouffer's the disappointment. That... How did that get past, like, the marketing team? Like, nobody said that tagline out loud and thought, hmm, this maybe is not a good way to try to sell our product. You're going to expect better from us. You're going to be fucking disappointed every time you open up a store. You know how it is back then. They were all, like, going out, going out to the, 
the cyber metal club, you know. <laughs> oh, where's everybody at the meeting? Oh, they're in the bathroom. <laughs> Eating we got all sorts of we, we got all sorts of resources in the bathroom right now. Sounds, sounds the slogan sounds better when you're doing a lot of coke, like those crazy Stofers people. It sounds a whole lot better after you just got back from watching Terminator on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could go for a Stofers. <laughs> There's, you know, honestly, there probably was a lot less cynicism back then than there is now. Kind of depends on where you look. People wouldn't misconstrue that. I mean, I, I don't know. That's I when... think it, at, at that point in time, it's like, well, the money keeps going up. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, that was the Stouffer's. Stouffer's is making, uh, maybe they are making big bucks. Who knows? Is Stouffer's publicly traded? Well, they're still around, so. They're still around, but I haven't seen anyone talk about eating a Stouffer's ever. Well, yeah, because we don't expect better from them anymore. <laughs> Stouffer's is Why aren't people acceptable. talking about Stouffer's anymore, you know, man? Like, what, that's what's wrong with this country today. I've never seen anyone eat Stouffer's. I've never heard of anyone eat I've Stouffer's. Done I've done it! You've I've done it! I've done it, I've done it, I've done it, and I ate it, and it's it's fine. Yeah, I've had it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah, I, I cracked I don't one. expect oh, any oh, better oh, from, oh. from them. I pulled the microwave meal out of my microwave oven, and the cave painting started salivating and moving towards me. Oh shit! So, <laughs> you know it's good. Uh, but anyways, we were talking about podcast locations. You know, it'd be fun, and we'd be allowed to do it instead of having to go into the yeah. illegal cave. Uh, it'd be fun to do a podcast from like the the rooftop of a double decker bus. You know, oh, like, that'd like be good. The, oh, like those bus tours, the yeah, bu- like one of those tour type places. Yeah, like riding around. But like, we do city? a podcast. Where? Uh, I don't know. Like, what places have? Bus tours usually New double decker buses. Uh, London, Hong Kong. Hong Kong might be fun. Hong Kong would be definitely be fun. New Orleans. Do a special, a special, special Mardi Gras podcast episode yeah. where we're just like idly yeah. talking on the roof of a tour. Oh, we're bus. on the parade. Yeah, we're on a parade float. Yeah, Fuck yes. <laughs> it would be really funny because that podcast would be a hundred percent safe for work because we'd be like oh wow we see a lot of boobs <laughs> you can't yeah, see them but we do whoa guy could just vomited <laughs> uh, over got, there whoa yeah you had to be there <laughs> that, that's one thing that's one thing to say in a podcast oh you had to be here <laughs> <laughs> i like the idea of like these location-based podcasts because it's like the perfect thing for an auditory medium where it's like whoa look at that like a, a giant hawk just swooped overhead yeah. we could have seen it we could technically we're, have we're our broadcasting here anywhere we're we're broadcasting here from the uh, the peak of Mount Everest, and boy, is it beautiful. Wish you could see it. It's you know, great. When's the last time that you've seen like a bird of prey? There, me, not that long ago. They, pretty they're often. pretty pretty plentiful here. Not, I've seen the remnants of them. They we have them here in Boston. They eat like rabbits and stuff. Yeah, we have like hawks it? and stuff here. I've seen a fucking eagle. Yeah, they're not rare. You're but not special. I don't know. I was walking. I was just walking. I was walking outside, and I saw like a falcon or something. And I realized uh-huh. that I hadn't really seen a big bird like that in a while. When was the last time you saw Birds of Prey 2020 film? Uh, never. Well, how about never. how about this? When's the last time you saw turtles in the wild? Hmm. Ooh, that's a good um, question. A couple years ago. I feel like when sometime in, in the last. When I lived in year. Connecticut. Anytime you go to a lake, you'd see a turtle. Oh, that's good. They'd get, they'd get on logs. Yeah, and sit there. Well, I saw turtles yesterday. Oh so shit! Now oh, I have oh, you win. Now you get the crown. Get, I'll pass it yeah. to you. You're lord, yeah. lord of turtles. Man, the our tur- podcast. I'm the turtle man. 
our podcast really has its ups and downs because you know we are, we're either talking about some crazy shit or we're talking about seeing turtles. Look, this is I what you get. Human. This is what you get. Well, you try and salvage it, Balp. Right now, the meat grinder. <laughs> right now, the meat grinder's carrying the podcast. So let's talk about something crazy. I have something let's, I want to talk about. Let's do something about. crazy. What's a All what's right. a terrorist attack we could do? No, 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 no. <laughs> you want it crazy? Well, Bob might have to bleep that one out if we want to get on Spotify. <laughs> we're not going to do nothing terrorist like. We don't do none of that yeah, terrorist NSA, stuff. Say, I know you're listening. Quit we're saying good. It. Yeah, all that, Bob has to bleep That's all, all of that out. For. It's a comedy podcast. We don't do terror stuff. <laughs> we Listen, what's the NSA, what's the opposite CIA, of terror? ATF. We're good kids. We're not going to do no <laughs> trouble. We're going to AFC. We're, we're good. Don't worry. <laughs> You wanted crazy. I don't. It's true. Uh, well, I don't know Reversing what you, I was just going to say, I don't know what you guys talked about on the last podcast. I know you guys talked about PAX East. I don't know what the fuck Balp did on his thing when he was alone. But uh, I wanted to talk about some news that is old now, but wasn't old like a month ago. Uh-huh. And it uh-huh. is. You should have been on the last podcast, motherfucker. I, look, nobody was on the last podcast. He wasn't invited. <laughs> and also, I wasn't invited to the package. He wasn't one, invited. I yeah. tried. I didn't go there. The internet wouldn't have it. Um, but what do you guys think about the true death of E3 once and for all? Oh, yes. oh yeah, it's gone. Yeah. You don't care. I, I I talked about this. With I'll just watch friend. the Game Clam conference. Yeah, I'll just watch Game Clam, bro. Game Clam got yeah. covered between Game Clam and Jeff Keighley. Um, yeah, Game Clam lives on. I talked about this on stream. But, like, honestly, E3 has been dead for me for, like, the last yeah, five it's, years. It's, it's been on its, its way like, out for a long time. Yeah, it's been, like, shambling. It just seems like the E3 is still a thing, because what the other, what companies like Microsoft do is, like, you know, Microsoft hasn't been at E3 in so long. What they do, it, it's super funny. They just rent out a theater in LA near E3, and they have a presentation there, and technically it's, like, under the umbrella, but really they're just doing their own complete thing. It hasn't been funny enough for a while, because, like, that was the whole <laughs> point, right? Is like, your teenager... That was oh, the point. E- you yeah. watch e- E3. <laughs> oh, man, what the hell? Jason Derulo just came on stage and started singing completely out of tune? Awesome. <laughs> um... The Wii but, music, the Wii yeah, music drums guy. I don't know, like they, classic they, because they've been dialing it back so much. It just it hasn't been that funny in a while. No, but now here's the final. Here's the final funny is that like everybody just pulls out of it over the, the course final of two funny, weeks. Yeah, Ubisoft says it's going to be there and then says it's not going to be there. <laughs> yeah. like, All right, well that's, well that's pretty funny. The last laugh. Something, yeah. something that I learned though, I didn't know that. that this about E3. I didn't know that it was part of like, um, it was like part of the that group that does all of like the lobbying for video games. Yes, it's yes. connected in to America. the ESA. Yeah, yeah. So like, so maybe sometimes they do stuff that's like beneficial, but other times they're putting their money towards saying that uh, loot boxes aren't gambling <laughs> and that. Epic should be able to trick you into buying skins and stuff like that. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's good. Maybe it's good that they struggle. Scare them. They a have bit. to probably for the best. Yeah, they're gonna have to work for it now. Um, a little bit more effort, huh? Yeah, I think 
the like nature of like I blame you know what's funny? I blame Apple. Because you know what Apple had? Apple paraded I guess Apple didn't do this. Steve Jobs did. Steve Jobs paraded around and everyone wanted to copy him. And even people who didn't want to copy him, they like you know, people like they 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 like went around and they they like took elements of Steve Jobs and, and that bled into video games. All like the pageantry of E3 has been gone for a while. Like the way they used to impress you at E3 was like, yo, check it out. Usher, and then Usher would come out and do a dance and then be like, pre-order Just Dance now, hitting stores in uh, July 7th, you know? Like, it would, it would, you know, it'd be like, okay. I mean, the pageantry still exists, it just evolved into the Game Awards now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's not the same thing, obviously. Like, I think you're right. I think the the kind of Steve Jobs tech presentation sort of vibe of that was like definitely what e3 seeded off of and it's not even bad because what that is like the steve Jobs style of presenting is like better if you care about the tech like if you actually want to know what the fuck is inside the xbox like that's great because they'll actually you know they actually tell you like the the specs and and things but like i mean it's the it's that green stuff that's floating around in there yeah yeah it's like the flubber <laughs> thing that's inside yeah that's powering. i mean what else do you think powers it <laughs> Yeah, and, like, the thing is, like, they tried doing that with E3, too. Like, yeah. they would always have the E3, ga- E3 guy that looked like a villain come out <laughs> and, like, talk about sports yeah. or whatever. And then, like, the problem is, like, yeah, you don't want, you don't really need to know what's under the hood of NFL or yeah. whatever. And then Pele comes on and starts talking about something. Who knows what it, what's going on? Nobody. There's a car on stage. The other difference is that the internet exists, and so, like, if you really cared, you could probably look that up, or, like, some other, you know, you'd be able to find that information some other way. And so, like, but that replaced all the pageantry. Like, I miss, I miss when, like, people would, I, the last year that, that, like, we got any of that was the year that Sony had that white guy come out and play that flute. That was like what twenty was that twenty eighteen or something? How in, long in ago that was white guy's, that? In that white guy's defense, I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm pretty sure he's like a world known shaka. Yeah, I'm not saying he they did some racist. I think he's also the head of digital exchange. What is he? <laughs> no, really? What? Yeah, it was like it was, it was uh, De Steve, right? The guy that's like the head of Warframe. Really? Wow, what the hell? Yeah, no, I'm not saying they're racist. I'm just saying it was no, very no. funny. It was yeah, very funny. I mean, that guy was extremely talented. It was just funny that this was happening in a video game presentation. Yeah? Yeah, they were, like, uh, uh, just, like, corralling all these journalists around from arena to arena. And here's here's the one here's the one with the guy playing the fucking yeah, instrument. Yeah, or, yeah, I'm not saying it was racist, but I am saying it's funny to see a white guy dressed like that playing a uh, band. Yeah, it's more funny that they dressed him <laughs> like yeah. the, 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 co- the cone <laughs> the, rice hat. What was that even for? <laughs> Was that for? It was for like the, um, what was uh, Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah, 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 that one, right? I almost said The Last of Us, and I was like, wait, <laughs> nope, that's a different one. I feel like everything at E3 and the Game Awards is about The Last of Us. I saw yeah. like <laughs> it still is. Jeff Keeley, Jeff Keeley is doing like some fucking like the Game Awards orchestra. It's not actually the Game Awards. It's just like the the orchestra that they have performed, just mm-hmm. doing a specific performance. And top top billing is like. 
come to the Last of Us concert, and it's like, what? Last of Us is hot well, right now. Who plays in Last of Us? I don't know. I mean, it's hot on TV. Last of Us has really good music. It's by um, Does it? uh, Brazilian. No. Not Brazilian. He's a no, um, okay, South American <laughs> guitarist, Gustavo Santolaya, who I love. That that guy's music's fucking awesome. He's like an insanely good guitarist, and that's like. So is it? Is it like a sound? Well, is it like kind of ambient? It's very or? ambient. Like it's very like nice, kind of like ambient guitar music. They had him at like one E three. He was just like wearing like a fucking hoodie and just like playing mandolin on stage and stuff like that. Like it just seems so weird to have a concert of that's that's the music, thing that's where know? it like the the actual composer and like the actual in-game music like the soundtrack is really good be it the idea of like oh yeah now we're gonna arrange it for a whole orchestra it's like that kind of goes against the you know the point of the the really sparse kind of nice ambient music you know we got one string per guitar per person <laughs> there we go the the i i think the problem with e3 is like i i don't know like yeah, maybe that's the problem with E3. It's been about the last of us for the last, what, seven years? Yeah, <laughs> I mean... They, they gotta shut the fuck up about this shit. I feel like the games industry ne- always needs one game that never goes away. Like, it was RE4 for a while, and now we're back to, like, RE4 Remake, remember? Like, the, true. Like, the uh, game that just keeps getting re-released. And... Ha- for the longest time, it was Halo. Yeah, and it was Halo for a good amount of time, uh, too, and now it's just the last one. You would for... tune into the Microsoft presentation, and it'd be like, Halo game, uh, Halo, uh, and we're making a Halo show. Get ready for the Halo show. That everyone will love. Well, yeah. they did that, and you know. Yeah. You know how that went. Yeah, maybe it's good that E3's dying. <laughs> well, they... well, now the Halo show is going to get announced at... It's true. I wonder how much of that like boring shit is, is going to get absorbed by Jeff Keighley. I don't think it thing. will. I think no, that boring shit Keighley will just to know how to pick it, pick shit. They don't let they don't let anybody come on stage besides Jeff Keighley and so and it's... the and the kid who walked up during the Elden Ring win. There was that. Well, well that's video. Oh, game you're right. Awards. Of course. Sorry. Summer Games Fest. Jeff Keighley's locked in an entertainment. Yeah, he's in the yeah. screen. Oh, that's zone. right. Pierce the. Nobody can pierce the realm. I think, the I think Jeff Keighley into really the is just has like the best. It, there's a few things like it, but like the best iteration and the one that has risen to the top is Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Festival because I think it's just the most like, in a weird way, it's the most plain and succinct. It's like yeah, people yeah just want to see game trailers. So here's a show of just game trailers segmented by Jeff Keighley talking and maybe. There'll be a boring bit about The Last of Us at the end, but you know what? By the time they've shown that, they've probably already shown you two or three games you care about. So. Yeah, like we make fun of Jeff Keighley, but like he, for all credit where credits due, like he knew he knew how to trim the fat when it came to like big presentations like that. He's like just making these. I mean, there's a re- there's a reason he killed. E3. Yeah, <laughs> basically. I feel like part of it too is just the fact that video games take so much more time to make now that there's just less to announce That's year over true. year. Like, think about the fact that, like, E3 used to be, like, a, like a long weekend's worth of just every single company doing their own, like, 90-minute presentation. Uh-huh. Now it's all condensed into Jeff Keighley just telling you, here are the four games you're going to care about for the next uh, year and a half. And it lasts, like, two hours max. Or three yeah. hours. Hear me out. 
Maybe E3 should be like the Olympics, where it only happens every four years. Okay, yeah, I could get down. <laughs> every two years. That would make it more exciting yeah, make it, if it make just Make it more of an back. event. Yeah. Yeah, every every four years, but there's a summer E3 and a winter E3. <laughs> <laughs> I think... That'd be good. I think E3 is done. I mean, everybody knew it was on the decline. It was. It was not... It didn't survive COVID, even though they spent a lot of money and a lot of time trying to convince everybody like no no we're cool don't worry we're coming don't back better it. than ever oh wait our one person our one company dropped out well never mind they were gonna make it into like a just a the other thing about either is that they're trying really desperately to like turn it into a convention yeah like they hired that read pop read pop company that uh handles packs right but the problem is, like, the problem is that, like, well, why wouldn't you just go to PAX? Yeah, nobody you know? really wanted E3 to be another video game convention. Well, like, it's, yeah, like, it's sort of, of those. it's it's like a, it was like an exclusive video game convention for, like, well, not years any, and years and years. Yeah, for, until it wasn't, and then they until just started it selling tickets. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was for... It was for insiders. Yeah, it was, it was for point, insiders. Yeah. It, was a, it was a business yeah. conference. But they... Big surprise. It's a and it was more interesting when it was like that. It became strictly less interesting once they just started selling tickets and letting anybody in. Yes. It, it was, uh, but it was, it was like the, the majesty of like having all those big sets and stuff like that and insiders taking pictures and stuff like that that created that like mystique, the desire for a games conference. And as soon as they actually had the ball, they just totally dropped Maybe? it. Maybe? If they can scrounge up the ashes and mold something E3 like, you know, next year, maybe they should honestly like fuck it, make it exclusive again, make it so that nobody can get in, <laughs> and make it to where everybody's got to construct a very intricate booth. Yeah, yeah, they gotta put, that. yeah, they gotta keep more of that. Keep it more, it's like you gotta have a big booth. Uh, you gotta make a game or like work in the game industry, like yeah. yeah. You need like a statue of your main yeah. character. <laughs> they need they need a they need to force the pageantry back. Yeah. I would like to go down memory lane here. And can we can we just recall some of the most embarrassing and funniest E three moments that we can remember? Can we can Hulk we take smash! a moment? Hulk smash. <laughs> That's a good one. No, 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 Bal, but you can't say shh. At the end of it, it's it's it, like, just it, smash. It oh, yeah. it just, Hulk, Hulk smash. <laughs> you have to you have to fade your voice out. Because honestly, I feel like more more than the games being revealed, the thing that sticks in my mind the most at E three is just like the one or two extremely embarrassing moments that you're gonna get to enjoy for a couple months after the show is over. You know, yeah. that's what E three means to me. Wh- when I was a kid, the the one that always sticks out in my head. And I saw this as a kid, but as an adult, it like is still funny because now I'm a, like I have experience being a software engineer. That guy doing the Connect demo where he's like, and you can even see the bottom of the avatar's feet, and like the leg starts like, yeah. like well, twitching, bam. and it's like clipping, and it's like struggling, like straining to like lift Help. up its heel. How could that be your favorite? You don't even know the quote. The quote is like fate, like eternally famous. You ever wonder what the bottom of an avatar's foot looks like? Well, bam. Well, bam. There it is. <laughs> and he's like, and he like, he does this big like hype moment for his fucked up and glitchy the avatar ass. Totally contorts in on itself. I think you know. Yeah. Thinking about it, I think that like 
I'm looking it up. It was 2010. E3 2010 Microsoft might just have been the most embarrassing E3 presentation of all time because that was the Connect one, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That was just... That was like an hour and a half of just the most painfully obvious, like, this is not ready to be shown to people at all, and we are forcing these presentators to maybe maybe we should go back work. and like rewatch old e3 presentations i think that would be fun it could be i think we should fun. totally could do that fun for for the younger audience yeah there's probably people there. who but also, weren't even alive in 2010 yeah. listen to us <laughs> the, the, I, you know 2010 things that come to mind 20 2010 E3 might have been the best all around because that was Connect. That was also the year Konami did a conference oh, that was like right. just for a bunch of men in suits in a really small room. And oh they yeah, had Fuji like just do the most bizarre like they had several conference. people who did not speak English well speak English, which is mistake number one that they didn't get translators. Wow, that was the same year. What what year was We Music? That, that was um, uh, that was like 2007. Was that 2006? Yeah, the yeah, music was older. The that one stood alone. Um, but yeah, that Konami that Konami conference had the fucking like one million troops yes. moment where he's talking That's about like, night. Uh, what was the game even? I don't even fucking know. The and then there was it like was, it was like one thousand or. 99 nights or whatever and then they got that like dancer to promote their like connect dancing game or yeah. something wait was that the was same like, now year? you can move your body freely what's what's the which year is giant enemy crab from i remember that one you remember that giant was enemy that one that one was, was older right because that one was like that one was like the 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 person presenting was like this is a game that tries to stay true to the history of the area Anyway, here's this giant enemy crab. Attack the weak point yeah. for massive damage. <laughs> it, was it, was, it was literally exactly that one yeah. after the other. This was, game is all about the hyper historic realism. I uh, uh, it's a lot of those old E3 presentations are really funny. Now that I have experience, having been, I used to be a software engineer. I guess I'm not anymore. I can't call myself that anymore because I'm not currently doing that as a as my job. But, like, now that I have, like, now that I know, like, what being a software engineer is like, not even the games industry, just, like, you know, on the side of it, that, like, shit like the Connect thing is, like, I can just imagine someone, like, someone going, like, please, please don't try to move your legs too much <laughs> while you're on stage. And, and some president, you know, and then the project, and then do a game of telephone. Like, they tell their manager, and then they tell, like, some product manager, and, you know, the chain of command goes up and up and up, and then it's like, yeah, I'm totally gonna lift my feet up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta show them the tech. Yeah, I you, mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I promise I won't. I promise. Uh, we we absolutely should do a stream where we go back and watch some of these old... Because yeah. I'm, ju I'm just looking at a list of, like, basically the highlights. I... I didn't even realize that the uh, you know the the Ridge Racer that one yeah, that was, an early that was yeah that was when they revealed the PlayStation Three and they said yep six hundred dollars yes yeah, I remember that shit that was insane <laughs> and that was also the that was the giant enemy crab one as well so. there was also I remember the year that they showed um, 
I think it was the Assassin's Creed game where it was about like pirates and they showed the demo for it and it like crashed. Like, yeah, they played it live oh, and it yeah. crashed. And the guys, and they had the people playing the demo on stage looking down into the screens they built into the floor for some reason. <laughs> and you just saw them just like shrug their shoulders and <laughs> yeah so it was like demo started it was normal for like five seconds they got like 30 seconds of 10 fps gameplay and then it just turned off oh man yeah, we, ha- we right. have to go rewatch some of these it's hey, hey you know what i fun. just remembered you, you know another uh e3 cl- this is not really so much of an embarrassing moment as just a like a historical landmark e3 fucking i don't even remember what year it was was pagel 2 oh yeah that must have been when when would that have been? That would have no, been like twenty ten somewhere about. I think I think earlier. Earlier than that, maybe like. I think it was later. I have no idea. When did Peggle Two come out? Like, I feel like that was around the time that the PS4 and Xbox One were getting around. That was twenty thirteen. Oh really? Okay. It was later than I thought. I thought it was earlier. Yeah, I, I thought it was oh, like two thousand ten. <laughs> that was like like E three was already on the way out after e- that. All right. I'm going to tell you something wild. All right, here we go. Okay. Bob's acting tips. Whenever okay. I need to cry on camera, which doesn't happen often, but whenever <laughs> I need to cry on camera, there are what I'll do is I'll get everything ready and then when I need to cry, I'll pull up one of two videos on my phone. The first video, uh, when Gohan goes Super Saiyan for the first time. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll watch that scene and that'll usually work you mean super saiyan 2 what no when he when they fight cell yeah that's not super saiyan Saiyan for the first time oh that's super saiyan 2 okay oh my god oh you need to cut this part out of the podcast that is embarrassing that is so embarrassing you need to cut this out (laughs) well i'm not i'm not gonna make extra work What's the other video? I don't even know if I want to share it. Oh, come on. <laughs> you, set your, you, it, you set yourself up for the bit. You have the to second, finish it. The second, the second video, this is even funnier, is that grainy ass footage of when Nintendo showed off Super Smash Bros. Melee for the first time at E3. That <laughs> video is shot not unlike someone trying to sneak in to get footage of the Ark of the Covenant and it's Nintendo showing <laughs> off Super Because that presentation is so old that that was before they were, like, televised. So cameras, mm-hmm. like, that's as good as it got. Like, someone had to go... Someone with connections had to go to E3 and had to been like, oh, I'm gonna get this on video. Like, it's not like they didn't want people taking videos. It was like... I think it was allowed, right? Like, people could take photos and videos, but, like, yeah. that was before, like, G4 started, like covering like exclude like extensively what g4 was like which is like or or not g4 what e3 was like right and i was like so like it is just someone with that with the with a camera pointing it at the screen and just like shaky footage and it's like you can hear people screaming and going ape shit seeing <laughs> mario fighting like the and it was just the opening like uh opening video like when you turn on the game for like super to be fair that shit's incredible to this day. yes and Mm. if if gohan uh if if that video of gohan doesn't work i'll usually turn that on and then i i can try on camera (laughs) was this melee or or original 64 ah yeah those are both good i think i think i i i 
love the N64 intro, but the Melee oh, yeah. intro is also very, very good. See, E3 is special, it, or it was special. It's it not special, special anymore. It, it hadn't been special for a while. It definitely needed to die, but, you know. I think they just kind of need to re- Like, honestly? Fuck it. Reset. Make it a small show. Make it cheap. But make it exclusive. Like, no one's allowed in unless you actually have, like, a business thing to show. Just restart the process. Because eventually, these companies, they hate each other. They're going to want to one-up each other, even if the general public is not allowed to be in there. And I feel like just, you know, just reset. Just hit the reset button. Like, it'll take a few decades. It'll take, like, a decade, but it will reset and E3 will be good again. I feel like if they do that, it'll be... If they do that, it'll be good. We need to we need to go back to like the new Halo game being like shaky shaky footage of just someone's cell phone camera footage of like guys guys they got the new Halo in here. I'm not <laughs> supposed to be showing you this. Well, maybe they could build a replica of a cave mm-hmm. instead, and then show all their games in that. They they paint yeah. more. They paint all the new characters on the wall for you to see. No no flash photography, Mario. <laughs> You don't want to make Mario melt, do you? He'll melt. Yeah. <laughs> like that one AI dungeon story we did. I think Trog had a good point that, like, so much of the, like, game conference climate is influenced by the game industry at large. And just the fact that, like, huge releases take so goddamn long yeah. to make these days. It's like, which which is fine. Games taking a long time is not intrinsically bad. It's just the fact that most game companies have nothing to show in the interim. It's just kind of like... We're at a weird phase where, like, I I expect in, like, you kind of, like, I think about, like, A24, like, when A24 became a thing, like, the, the film industry is still completely stagnant, but, like, A24 kind of, like, came out of the woodwork and was like, yeah, we're going to make weird films. We're going to make weird, like, smaller films, and they kind of, like, got bigger and bigger off of that, like, indie credibility, right? Which, like, Granted, like, on the internet, you can get a lot of attention for, like, indie games and stuff like that, and a lot of indie games are thriving and are very successful, but, like, I don't know, the closest thing the industry has right now, like, I mean, like, Annapurna, but, like, even Annapurna is, like, kind of big budget publisher kind of thing. There's there's not really, like, a climate or a way to show smaller games, so we're stuck with the release schedule of, like, these massive game companies that are releasing one game every few years. I mean, like, it's kind of self-organized now. Like, they have, like, the little directs of just indie Yeah, titles. it's true. Like, uh, well, Nintendo had like, one. Like, th- those, those are on Twitch yeah. all the time. But it's not, it's not Nintendo. It's, just like, people. people just, like, have co-opted the name direct yeah. and just, like, include, it's like, well, no, this is just indie games of a certain genre, and here's yeah, a direct. Yeah, which I think is good. And they have those on Twitch, and... That's fine and dandy. It seems to, the word seems to get out yeah, well which enough. I think it's so. good because that's just like if you just want to announce games and show them that's like what's what's better than that? Just broadcast it to everyone's computers where they can just see it firsthand. But like it definitely impacts the climate of like cool like little uh expositions for stuff like that. Like we can't really have that anymore with how things are these days. <laughs> except for except for the Gamer Wars and Summer Games Fest or whatever. And Game Clam. And game clam. Yeah, yeah, don't forget game clam. I gotta since we're already talking about this, I, I gotta I gotta do the generic gamer thing and ask, is there anything exciting that you're waiting to see 
Elden Ring DLC. Yeah, Elden Ring DLC. Yeah, like at Summer Games. So Fest, stuff like, that's like yeah, not like, announced. Anything on oh. the Horizon that you were hoping to see all at Summer Games Fest? Uh, Street Fighter Six on my screen. My screen. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Like, there's that. actually a lot that. to look forward to right now. Um, I mean, let's hear some wild card side, predictions. On the other side of that coin, for that answer, I want to see more Tekken stuff. I want to see yeah, the guest Tekken character. Yeah. I genuinely, out of that, like, I am already come one hundred ten percent sold on Tekken Eight. I want to see who the guest character is. Yeah. That's what I care about. They, the most yeah, right that's going to honestly cool. show that. I wouldn't be surprised if they honestly show who the guest character is going to be at Summer's Game Festival because that's like the big, like that. That's where it's going to get the most eyes, right? Yeah. So either that or like Evo or whatever yeah. they're doing. This yeah, year. or Evo. Yeah. I predict that uh, a new Mario is going to show his face at the Summer Games Fest. It's bit well. Wouldn't they do a direct for that? <laughs> or, I don't you, know. You, you you worded that like he's gonna change. Like you worded that he's like, like not Mario's like a new cousin, game. Like a new a new, a new part, Mario. Like, a new yeah. Mario will show his face. A brand new improved Mario. You know what I was? You know what I was thinking about earlier? Mm-hmm. The like, so the Mario movie came out right. Mm-hmm. The the, Mar- the Mario movie came out. It's it's a hit for all the kids. All the kids. It's probably selling lots of money. It's probably making lots selling of money. Holy shit! The, it's <laughs> it prints they're, money they're all kind. Of, they're they're making so many tickets, and they're gonna <laughs> get so much robux. Um, the uh, and like you know, adults are giving it like an. Eh, eh. And, yeah. But everybody says that the worst part of the movie is Chris Pratt. That he's pet. That he you can overlook him, but he's just objectively the worst part of the movie. Um. The and I'm worried. I was thinking about like, like, like Frisbee was talking about it, and I guess Mario movie spoilers if, if you care. Oh, but God. Charles Martinet does does do a cameo in it. That he they, does they cameo said that, like a nah, while. Was, yeah, but it's but it's. Man, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> he, he has a cameo right at the start, and it makes oh, me scared. <laughs> that, like, especially with the infrequency of Mario games releasing, it makes me scared. It's like, what if like the current generation. The Chris Pratt Mario is their Mario, and like they're gonna no. start making Mario sound like that. That's yeah. games now because that's what the no. kids want. Uh, that's a crazy thought, but I can say right now, like that's not going to happen. Like, but what I just, if it did? I mean, that'd be a, that'd be a crazy future. But no. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they would actually change in like the games and stuff. But I I bet they're gonna be like there are gonna be kids who it's like oh I like Mar- movie Mario. I don't care about the game Mario and they buy toys of movie Mario and Mario movie two comes out and it's Chris Pratt again. And these kids are 12 now. And to them, that's their Mario. And we're going to have Mario civil war. It's, but it's going to be adults versus children. So Wayne, I want you, (laughs) Wayne, I want you to look back in time and think about like the dumbest obsession you ever heard, like a kid have, because the the idea of some kids liking that Mario and that being their Mario, that's very true. Like, that's absolutely going to happen. The idea that those children's desire influences, like, Nintendo's decisions at large is, like, it's just not going to happen. Like, Nintendo's weird. Nintendo's, no, Nintendo's weird, and, like, know. I don't think this is, I mean, granted, I don't know what's going on in Nintendo. No one could know. But, uh, like, I don't think this is enough of a success for them to, like, pivot their branding into it like maybe make a second mario movie i could maybe i mean i haven't even seen the movie i don't know if they're fucking they probably will the, yeah like, like i could see them do that but like i don't see them like gonna be oh movie it. mario oh, so <laughs> thanks movie 
movie Mario is going to be a new character. Like, I don't, I genuinely don't see that happening. Just like, not, I, like, like, the, the, t- saying that it would be in the games was a complete exaggeration. But, like, I think there will be, like, lines of, like, toys that are, like, Mario movie specific, and you're going to have little toys. Maybe merchandise, maybe. Lines. But, like, I, I don't think it's going to have any cultural touchstone larger than that. Because, like, everyone said, like, everyone agrees that, like, Chris Pratt's not that memorable. Like, he's, like, the, the weakest link of the movie. That's not going to. People with critical thinking skills. Kids, though. Yeah, but critical thinking does Kids might influence. Love it. Kids might be like, "Oh, I want Mario to sound like." I don't know. Mama, yeah. I don't know. Wait, uh, Wayne has a point. I mean, Nintendo. I mean, like, remember when Nintendo gave Mario a gun because everyone wanted that? I can't believe. Yeah, they did. That. Did you play the Rabbids game? He's got a gun. Well, that was not. That was not my joke. But yeah. well, I beat your well, joke. <laughs> I defeated it. My Mario. My Mario <laughs> is the Super Mario Brothers show Mario, so they're going to have to make <laughs> one Hashtag my, well, hashtag bad my news. personal Mario. About Lou Albano. <laughs> he's, uh, he's to passed. be honest, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show Mario is my Mario. Hashtag, too. it'll be like Trump all over again. Hashtag not my Mario. Not my Mario. <laughs> if they wanted, if they wanted to do a Mario multiverse thing, like two of two of the most famous Marios are dead. Like they can't do, it. <laughs> like it's they true. can't do it. like. That- they're not better than it they would do it i feel like we could see ai voice lou albano hanging out with yeah it's kind of it's kind of fucked up they can't do they can't do a multiverse of mario because all they'd have is like mario and chris pratt mario and paper mario no 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 no. they had they could have jump man they could have all the weird iterations of mario they could have baby mario there's many versions they could have bros yeah oh shit they get the rights to bros (laughs) Oh yeah, they could bring in Giacomo and Bro's, Bro's only voice line is when he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up that they didn't put a Bros cameo in the Mario movie. Oh, I was waiting God. the whole time. I don't know, wait. Jokes aside, I think you're not giving kids enough credit. I think kids are smarter than you think, and I, I think even I don't know. Did, this, did this you watch that Among Us video on the 420 stream the other Chris day? Pratt. I think even kids don't think Chris Pratt is charismatic. No, if anything, kids are going to be like, oh, this doesn't sound like the video I saw on YouTube of a guy holding a Mario plush and making it move up and down and just talking about, yeah. like, toilets or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Why does a Mario sound like a 12-year-old holding yeah, a puppet? Yeah, I don't understand. This is the Mario that I know. Oh, yeah, man. also, like, the flip side is, like, kids will get obsessed with anything. Like, kids will kids will imprint on anything and then follow. Like, I was thinking, like... I don't know why this is the first thing I thought of. Do you remember the live-action Peter Pan movie from, like, 2000 and very early and stuff like that? Do you mean uh, Hook? Fuck no. Narrowly. You mean Hook? Like, Case in are point. Are you talking about Case... the one with the Nirvana song in it? What? There's a Nirvana what? song in it? I don't know. But the, the... In, in the movie Hook, there's a no, song No, not Hook, not where... Hook. Oh, not Hook. No, literally, I... like, a Peter Pan live-action movie. No, from, like, I, the no early I didn't even know. I think I remember what you're talking about. There was a stage play. Was a, Hold on, the, I know that the one. Kathy Rigby stage play. Yeah, no, there was a live action movie, and there was a kid, the kid who played Peter Pan. Uh, what was his name? Jeremy Sumter or something like that. It was like I, I, rem- I remember like people who were like, like mostly girls who were like, oh, this guy's so cool. Like you know, like kids will, kids will obsess over anything, and then it'll fade out of existence, and it will only have relevancy to them. Right? Like, I, I just think about that for like anything. Of that of that caliber, yeah. Chris Pratt Mario, I think will will fade quickly. 
Mike, I'm Mike. I'm. I'm a believer that anything can happen. I'm melt. convinced that <laughs> you keep taking flash photography of him until he dies. <laughs> lead him off a, lead, lead, throw a can of chili off a cliff and he'll run. Mike, after I, him. I'm convinced you bringing up this movie invented this movie because I've never heard of this before. But I'm looking at the IMDb page and it does exist. But I'm not convinced it existed ten minutes ago. Did Did I just snails house you? Is that what just happened? I think you just. I think you just made this movie no snails exist. House. <laughs> Like I, I've never heard of this before. That that is that is a that I think that's a power we have because a, a few years ago, I didn't know what a fidget spinner was, and then you guys were like, "How could you not know what a fidget spinner?" Really? I didn't know what okay, it was. We, we I didn't. didn't I never saw spinners. I never. This was before the pandemic, so it wasn't like I had been quarantining, staying inside. Like I was going out like almost every day. I had a regular job back then. And you were like, you guys were like, how could you not know what a fidget spinner is? They're everywhere. Every kid has one. And literally, never saw one, never heard of it until you guys brought it up. And then I saw them everywhere. I thoroughly, I I firmly believe, um, as you are the the person who consistently tells the story about the fact that you're so oblivious that a shelf fell down next to you and you didn't react until after it had been on the ground for multiple seconds. Uh... I firmly believe that you had been on the subway with at least a thousand kids playing with fidget spinners, and, <laughs> and you just, just didn't never notice. notice. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you absolutely you one hundred percent were. <laughs> these these kids are these kids are holding up their hands, but whenever I try to focus on it, I just I, can't. It's moving too it fast. Fuzzy. I can't see it. No, I'm always staring at kids' hands on the subway. No, <laughs> it's like that shit. It's like that shit with the. It's, it's you're on that some Rick Riordan shit. You like look you look you try to look closely at the face of the Cyclops, but it just kind of becomes blurry. I love for referring you. to that as Rick Riordan shit. <laughs> so I want to walk back a few thoughts and okay. ask: Did you not know about the Nirvana song in Hook? <laughs> I mean, I no. haven't seen Hook in a long time. So yeah, I've, I've never, seen, I've never seen it, but I've seen that scene because it's insane. What, what Nirvana song? There's a fucking scene in that in that movie Hook. Where Hook walks into his um, child mining facility and demands they all start singing "It Smells Like Teen Spirit" and they do really, and it's like they <laughs> also and all the wow, child miners workers start singing "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Okay, I mean, it's they, kind of, like, I've, I've Hook, it's an army of children chanting "Hello, Hello, Hello, Hello." Huh. I I am fact checking you. That the was not the movie Hook. <laughs> That was not the movie Hook. That was apparently some movie, some sequel movie or something called Pan. It was not Hook. Not the run. Not Wait, the one I was with. Saying? Not the one with Robin Williams. What is? Yeah. What is? Wait. <laughs> Yeah, Wait, no, okay, no, it is Pan. Yeah, Pan is from, like, 2015, of. dude. Yeah, that's different. They're creating so many Peter Pan that's movies. That's 2015? I thought that was, like, a mid-2000s movie. No, no dude, that, I mean, that's, like, that's like a mid-2000s movie that got released somehow in 2015. Everything what about that fuck? movie was just, like, ugh. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's, like, a fucking Tim Burton bullshit thing. It's, like... And then the latest one in the series about the crocodile. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that movie did not come out in 2015. Pan? Yes, it did. Yes, Look it, it up. Did. No fucking way. This boy, This I'm going to send a picture of a boy. Okay. <laughs> Great. Are you holding a minute spinner? I swear this boy was like played. I, I swear this boy played like fucking Charlie Bucket in the Tim Burton no, Bully Wonka movie was, in 2007. You can look it up. It was like 2015. 
Wayne, that child was. Bo- I'm looking it up now. That child was born in 2002, Monfair. That kid is, is that, that a- young. Yeah, he's five in that, that picture. Cool? He's not five. <laughs> that is not what a five year old looks like, dude. Why is Uncle Fester in the background? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. This is bad for our audio only medium. Well, no, that'll just be our that'll be our podcast thumbnail. That's the thumbnail. Yeah, I, I think this has I'll, to be I'll the thumbnail. I'll try to find a higher resolution picture of that. <laughs> we gotta go to emails. We gotta go to emails. We gotta move on. Emails, emails. I don't know why I say it like that now. Like I'm, like I'm, like I'm, like I'm, like I'm serenading. Like I'm a waiter bringing a nice couple on their date. Their pasta. You, ca- you kind of say it like you're on the mast of a ship and you're like trying to lead your your crewmen to the shore. Emails. You kind of sound like you're. You're kind of saying it like you're about to deliver them to Steve and Blue. And that's it. <laughs> we just got an email. That's a that's a podcast. All, right, all right, all right, all right. Our uh, first email is from cloudstrife 7 at gmail.com, and they've asked us, what is your favorite gun in Call of Duty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the ACR, Modern Warfare 2. All right. That's not podcast the Podcast question. The M1 the Grand. <laughs> I've only played Call of Duty 3. <laughs> Podcast question of the month. Um, When I say emails, what what do I sound like? Oh, 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 I see. We're asking other people that. I thought that was the question for us. No. (laughs) Sound like like the ACR. Podcast question of the month, too. Did you think the movie Pan came out in 2005? (laughs) That's... Our question Have you seen the movie Pan? Have you have you seen the movie Pan? Have you seen the other Peter Pan? How many movie Peter Pan movies have you seen? Yeah, <laughs> I think Robin Williams killed that Nirvana. I track. think we. I think I have an idea for a bold new podcast that I'm going to start, which is watching every single Peter Pan movie that's ever been released in order of release. <laughs> you have to even like the old ones. Yes. Do you know how much yes. I fucking hate Peter Pan? Yes. <laughs> and we are going you, to watch every single one of them and discuss them all in length one per podcast Peter Pan <laughs> sucks so much shit and he's so ugly and bad to look at i hate him well, good news you're gonna be the first guest on my new podcast about peter pan yeah lucky for you lucky for you he's been portrayed in four different I hate ways. that he's a public domain motherfucker so he's on buses he's on peanut butter he's everywhere and i hate his little green ass fuck him <laughs> all right speaking of podcasts we got a podcast we're on one right now we got emails for, for that podcast our first email comes from nacho this one's not a question it's more just nacho a Varga. statement uh hello rtvs crew just wanted to say that the Bulb Alone episode was a wacky experience. I listened to it on my commute to college. It felt like Jiminy Cricket. It felt like a Jiminy Cricket situation, but instead of giving me giving moral judgment, it rambled about getting their name on a restaurant menu. Keep up the funny. Oh, so that's Good what luck. you talked about. Uh, every email, about, every about email Bal is going to read up. today is going to be someone complimenting the podcast only he was on. Yeah, Bal is <laughs> the one that picks the emails. 
Stop, you look so handsome in the picture for that podcast. We got an email from Salp saying, oh, man, this solo episode is it's so, so hot. good. I love, I love listening to it every uh, we day. Got an email, we got an email from a hot girl, uh, 69. Uh, <laughs> uh, the podcast was so funny, my <laughs> eyes rolled back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like the game clam. That one yeah, got like, me. <laughs> I, we were talking about the game clam earlier. I think that is my favorite joke from anything that game we've so ever good, done. Game's so good, make your yeah, eyes roll back. So good. <laughs> saying anything is so good it makes your <laughs> eyes roll back is so funny. <laughs> that shit wasn't even like a joke in, in that it, was, it wasn't it was planned like that. It was just that that was the lyrics of the song I was stealing from and I didn't have a better idea than that. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Alright. Well, thank you, Nacho. Thank you for listening to even my weird solo podcast. I'm glad you thought it was funny and you had fun. Thank you, Nacho. Watch out for the Salamancas. They're not on your side. <laughs> All right. Our next uh, our next email comes from... Uh, they want to be called Rue Happy. So our next email is from Rue Happy. Hello, where does we begin, gamers? Close. Did you see that the... Okay. They got an update about... Uh, the lucky charm situation um did you see that the fda decided that the cause of the lucky charms poisoning was a mass hysteria nocebo situation no way what no, love to know no, what your cover up hold on i'm love to this know up. your opinions on this this to me, that seems crazy. No way. That's no not real. That's literally a cover-up. There's no fucking way. Yeah, it doesn't add up because the type of people that post on I Was Poisoned are the type of people that would not be able to find any information on the internet whatsoever. <laughs> so there's no way they could know about the other people. <laughs> that, that Yeah, that sounds crazy to me. That like, oh. But like, okay. Maybe, maybe. Like, it's it's not the first time people would have scared other people into thinking that something is happening, right? And then, like, getting so scared that they feel those symptoms. Like, well, then why are they buying Lucky Charms? That's the thing. That's why I refuse to believe it. You don't hear about this, then go and buy Lucky Charms, and then be like, oh, it happened to me, too. Oh, like, I, I shit, too. You fucking... You... <laughs> This is I like that idea though. I like that idea. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta test this for myself. Oh shit, it gave me diarrhea. <laughs> I don't understand though. How can it be? How can it be a placebo kind of effect if it's literally giving you diarrhea? Can you give yourself diarrhea if you think hard enough I mean, about it? I mean, okay. Well, I don't think that's how it I, works. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to be <laughs> impartial here because, like, I could see a scenario. Where let's say you got a family, like you have kids, right? Like you're a parent. And like, you know, kids, they don't always have the best immune systems. You know, they're kids are kids, you know, they eat a bunch of crap. They they don't feel good. I could see how a parent could be like, whoa, maybe there's something in these lucky charms. And, you know, you as a parent, I, I would hope you care about your kids. So like you go and then you go online and you see all these other people talking about it. Like stress can give you like you know like high stress could give you um 
you know, I could I could imagine it giving you like enough stress that you like shit yourself. <laughs> like, especially if you're like scared. Like imagine like imagine if you're a parent, right? Like you are responsible for feeding your kids. So like if you gave them something that accidentally hurt them, like I would feel shitty. I'd feel so shitty. Well, you're explaining a situation in which a kid eats the Lucky Charms and then the parent gets there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that would be cause for concern. <laughs> we have seen reports like that on I Was Poisoned. There was that one family that ate cheese sticks and their dog threw up. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it spreads through touch. <laughs> also, hey, I'm looking it up. These results from like are from last year. Like All the reports on this are from like like April and June of last year. Yeah, and year. people are still reporting the poisonings. Yeah, like that's they, wild. I I kind of do like the idea that it's actually a mass hysteria, specifically regarding Lucky Charms, though, because that just mass seems hysteria funny. doesn't make your poop green. That is what, another but thing. But what if happened. it could? Mind over matter, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, I mean, I, I need to get. I need to have perfect control of my body. I need. I need iron poop yeah. skill. Hysteria and delusion can do bizarre well, things. Okay, to be fair, I to be fair, <clears throat> I think the um I think the the green poop is just like the food coloring in Lucky Charms. Well, yeah, but it doesn't normally do that. <laughs> like, there's not. I I don't know if there's enough food coloring. I don't know. These are the people that are eating Lucky Charms for breakfast every day. If you eat only the. I mean, to be charm. honest, yeah, you're right. I was poisoned. Posters are eating like ten Sundays at McDonald's and then complaining. Yeah, like, it is. They're not reliable. They do have bizarre eating trends. All right, there's only one way to solve this. If you are listening to this podcast and uh, on the C-level team for General Mills, please get in contact with us so that we can get this <laughs> solved. Thank oh, you. I, th- I thought you were going to suggest that we, like, do what doctors do and, like, take it upon ourselves to test. If you're listening no. to this podcast right now, go to your local store, yeah, I don't buy as many Lucky Charms as you possibly can, I guess Mike eat only the green hats and General see what happens. Mills. Mike has sponsored this. Uh, one. I was gonna say I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna bring up the idea that we test this theory, but I don't want to get diarrhea. Do and yeah, I don't want to eat Lucky Charms. All right, what if what if we all go and buy, and buy Lucky Charms and we all eat Lucky Charms on the next podcast, and then we the podcast after that we can reconvene. I would one I would one hundred I would one hundred percent do we that. We only record once a month, so we gotta like we only record once a month. So we gotta be okay. Let's actually be really scientific about this. We should all we should stagger it so it isn't just like because the the idea is that it's a placebo, right? So we, I think what we, we need mo- to do no placebo. <laughs> we we might if we all eat them at the same time, we're like tapping into the weave. We're tapping into the weave and all inducing it upon ourselves. <laughs> it's that's the shared psychosis. See, but also you say that you say that, but Bel, I have a feeling if I was the first one to eat Lucky Charms and then I, and then. I ate it and started pooping and puking all over the place. You would not want to do it next. It's true. I feel like we all have to do like it at the same time. You have to hide your findings. Oh. That is why. That is why. Unless it's like, unless it puts you into the hospital, in which case we can we should call it off. If it puts That's him in the hospital, I, we have a lawsuit. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm gonna say. We need to be. They poison my specific box. <laughs> we need they to be. To we need to be super specific about this. There's two things we need to do. Number one, we need to stagger it. Like we can't all eat it at the same time. We need to draw, like draw straws, and like in over the course of the month, like one person eats a bowl, like every like one person eats a bowl, and then the next week, a pers- another person eats a bowl, right? And number two, 
we need to hide the results from each other until the day of the podcast. Unless, like, you get really fucked up. In which case, you gotta <laughs> tell us so we don't, like, go to the hospital. I'm down, honestly. I think I'm, the more I'm yeah, talking I mean, about it, the more I'm down. I'll do some form of this. It's the where do we begin Lucky Charms challenge. Who's well, gonna well, get sick? We're, we're, doing, <laughs> we're, we're doing what General Mills won't, and we're gonna put our own bodies on the line to let you know how safe this is. Yeah. I love the idea. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I love yeah. the idea of like this becoming this whole Lucky Charms thing becoming such an issue for General Mills that they have to hold like a town hall or something where they have somebody get on stage and they're like, Lucky Charms <laughs> does Lucky not. Charms? Yeah, it's like Lucky Charms it's does fine. not make you sick. You're okay. But they it's have fine. like they have like a bowl and somebody in the audience is like, oh yeah, why don't you eat it? And they're like. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm not hungry, so. I will say, so I was, I mean, like, while we were talking, I've been doing Googling and uh, looking for Lucky Charm stuff. Uh, mid last year, it, it, it was, it was like, it was like uh, quarter two, like spring last year when these reports first started cropping up. Yes. Uh, when I was poisoned, was getting slammed with them. Uh, and then around May or summer is when F the FDA like did supposedly did an investigation and said like no there's no there's no matter in this claim like there's nothing none of this is founded um, but it kept going and there are still there are still articles talking about like mass lucky charms poison reports in January of this year oh, um, God, maybe. I don't there's no fucking way that this is just nocebo like no there's, there's something some, going on here there's something yeah, it's mass like, psychosis. Also, motherhoodcommunity.com is telling me Cheerios have arsenic in them. Uh oh. <laughs> well, hmm. I don't know. You know about it that. says that is the most unhealthy cereal. I don't know. I've just. Are the honey bunches of oats okay? I've just been um, looking at this box of Lucky Charms, like yes. a picture of it, and it's just making me hungry. Like, I, cool. I kind of just want it. <laughs> You want to okay, eat that okay, stuff? Okay. Yeah, it looks, should looks we, good. Should we actually do this? I, I'm down. I vote yes. I th- I'd do it. Sure. Fuck it. I'll it. eat a bowl of Lucky Charms Wayne, for Wayne science. Said yes. Log, are you in? Yeah, okay. Alright, we're gonna put... We're, you heard it here, folks. We're gonna put our own bodies on <laughs> Someone reported gonna diarrhea from Lucky Charms as recently as 12 hours ago. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna find <laughs> oh, out. No. We're gonna do Maybe the challenge. Do I abstain because I'm probably not gonna be on next month's podcast. Oh, because. whatever. You <laughs> act like you've never had diarrhea before. It goes away. <laughs> Well, he never had indigestion, so he's oh, that's a good point. Twice. Actually, I, I, I don't know. I yeah, mean, about like, how are you going to fare? Okay, it's it's different. Where when, will like, you be when the Eye of Sauron turns upon you? I will say, I will say, it is different. It is a different feeling to be like, okay, you ate something bad, you got diarrhea. Oh, that sucks. But to eat something knowing that you, I guess that's just Taco Bell, right? Yeah. <laughs> I eat shit that I know is going to make me sick all the time. Yeah, it's fast okay. food. All right, all right, all yes. right. Mm-hmm. I'm looking. I'm looking at. I was poisoned. So I was poisoned. Um, the Lucky Charms problem is so vast that I was poisoned has a page for it specifically, <laughs> which I don't think it has for many other things. Um, and uh, we have there's that one report from 12 hours. Um, it did turn their poop green. Um, the uh, we have multiple just yesterday, multiple the day before. There are like three to four a day, uh, and there's there's one interesting one where someone complains deeply. Uh, they say, um, I ate the cereal, then woke up with excruciating stomach pains, cramping, or my abdomen muscles hurt for days on end and green stool and diarrhea. Uh, and they continue their reports in the comments. Uh, this, this, this lasted for eight to 10 hours after consuming. Um, 
And they are complaining, why is General Mills acting like this is just a case of mass hysteria? There is clearly something wrong. Like, All right, people well, we're are gonna not solve happy. It, though. We're going to solve We are going to crack the case, I think. One one last thing. Do you remember when we heard that like there was like like industrial cleaner on the production line or yeah. something that was getting into it? Mm-hmm. This person claims that it has trisodium phosphate in it, which is a floor cleaner, uh, and it says that it is that is listed in the ingredients yeah, of no, the Lucky Charms. Okay, I I looked into this. That's because yes, trisodium phosphate is used in cleaner, but it turns out that chemicals are used in lots of different things. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. also it it also just happens to be a completely generic and normal food additive that is just people looking at the back of the box and reading the ingredients and seeing a word that they think looks scary and being like oh it's got chemicals in it Mm -hmm. that person is commenting on like all of the posts yelling about it wait no they're not calling it a floor cleaner they're calling it a food cleaner Okay, you know what? The more oh. I'm thinking about it, I keep I keep flip flopping. But hearing that last thing, I think I'm gonna eat. I think we should eat the Lucky Charms thing. I think uh, I'm, I'm sure it doesn't have any food FDA cleaner. Now that like these people are just like I don't know, they're stupid. Yeah, they they're they're kind of <laughs> dumb. Person, this person, this person is telling their their sad story. Um, they. They referred to Lucky Charms as badass food. I don't think they like. <laughs> I don't think they. I don't think they were using the word badass correctly there. Right. Um, we got to move on. They, though, by the way, let, let me let me read a little bit more. Mini, I was poisoned segment just because right, this right, one is funny. All right, all right. Last last week, eat some nasty. Supposed to have been fresh Lucky Charms and still got the box. Eating a bowl of Lucky Charms. I just hate the fact that poison is in our food and I'm just work citizen <laughs> with barely anything. And major big corporations making money off me, selling me badass food. And to have work through it for my kids <laughs> was miserable as hell. Lost three or four pounds, could eat nothing, had to drink ginger ale and eat light to catch up. And someone comments, there aren't even three to four pounds of Lucky Charms in the box, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Maybe the FDA was right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, after hearing that, I'm swinging back towards uh, I was poisoned seems to attract uh, people without <laughs> critical thinking skills. Yeah, I, I'm a. I, what did I say at the beginning? Yeah, okay. I'm back in. I'm going to eat the Lucky Charms. I, I'm yeah, going to take it upon normal my... reports, too. Yeah, but, you know. I'm gonna take it upon if we're if we're serious about this. How about this? I'm gonna let the idea simmer in our minds, and then next week I'm gonna take it upon myself to organize it. And May will be the Great Lucky Charms Experiment Month, and then that's gonna be the fucking grand finale, I think, for I Was Poisoned because we talk about this fucking website way too yeah, much on this we podcast. On we gotta no, move I on. Th- hey, I that's not the grand finale. You got we you we have off. to move on from. That's I a was fan poisoned. favorite segment and a me favorite segment. It's a I'll fan favorite segment, but. It's be it's becoming. We do it every few months. It's becoming it's the I was constant. poisoned podcast. Have you seen the pod? Have you seen the podcast channel in our Discord? It's all they fucking talk about. I'm talking That's to you guys great. directly. Stop talking about food on a poisoning. Podcast? No. Have you heard of segments? We have segments. Bro. If you're if you're writing up a post right now in the Wayne Radio TV Discord in the podcast channel, it better not be about food poisoning. I don't want to see it no more. <laughs> this, what is this turn? We love I Was Poisoned. Hey, hey, hey. This is Al- hey alternatively, turmoil. yo, me and Wayne, we should have a side podcast that's all about I Was Poisoned. I think it's fine. It's fucking staying. I think 
I think if we told the fans we're getting rid of the I was poison segment, they'd all stop. It doesn't listening. even happen every month. No, yeah, they would not be happy. No, no, no. I'm not saying it happens every month. I'm just saying the Discord channel is only about food poisoning now. You go look at it and scroll back. (laughs) It's the only thing people talk about in there. I'll make a fucking thread for discussions about that. Yeah, let's make it. Let's make a food poisoning thread. Don't worry, don't worry, fans. Right now. I are the, the talking about people uh, getting diarrhea and vomiting isn't going anywhere. You can still talk about it as much as you want. <laughs> um, our next, yeah, you'll just have your own little chamber. Our next email, our next email comes from Synthomite. That's what they want to be called. Greetings, RTVS. I'm currently binging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh you said Bing. binging the podcast. All right. Um, I'm on episode 26, and I would like to know if any of you have any messages you would like to share with to your past selves. I can relay this information. They 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 include That's they made their email a little. They made their yeah. They made their email a little jokey, but I think the question is good. Is there anything you would tell your past self? I feel like we might have done this one before. I think we answered I a question like self, this. Don't do this segment. I, did, I you think we, did it. I think I remember this because I think the punchline was that somebody said that they just warned their past self about nine eleven. I think it was Wayne. I think that was. I think the nature of that question was like, give your child self a, a dope Halloween costume. Oh, and, that's and my what joke it was. was that my costume <laughs> would be a notepad with instructions on how to stop nine eleven. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, this is a little less. This is more it's general. A less jokey. It's a little more like genuine. Like, would you actually tell yourself from something your younger self something important? When was twenty six? Like, what what year was that? Yeah, that wouldn't have been that long ago. That's not that, that long would have ago. been. If you, I don't know. If you wanted, okay, that's a good point. Hold what on, am I going to tell myself from three no, 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 years no, no, no. ago? I, I can actually answer this. Episode twenty seven. I rendered it on. October twenty second, two thousand and twenty one. So this that's like not any years. time ago. Like, what am I going to tell myself two years ago? Yeah, everything is about the same as it was. Ah, uh, yeah, bro. Don't don't sweat it. It's all still the same. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you're working out a lot now. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, start working out now because you're going to do it later anyway. Might as well get a head start on that. <laughs> uh, I would tell myself. Um, Clean your room. Or reorganize everything. <laughs> Would you get mad at yourself if you got a message from the future and it just told you to clean your room? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, only, well, if it was only two years in the future, I mean, if I got a message like that, knowing that it's from two years in the future, I'd be like, nice, my life must be pretty, going pretty well, or, you know, pretty well that that's like such, that that's all I need to change. Or my life has changed so little that that's all that I can think of to change. I'm going to I'm going to tell myself something really fucking scary and give myself like a psychosis. Like, uh, OK, good idea. It'll be it'll be like in, in one year you will be trapped in the mirror. Or something <laughs> like that. I was thinking I was thinking like the, the alternative the alternative to that is tell yourself something self really scary, but with the intention of like bettering yourself like. Like the Dark Knight is going to attack you in three years. You need to be you ready. Keep beating so, McDonald's. The, you, the Skull Knight will the, slay you. <laughs> Skull Knight will slay you. You have to start training now. And so, like, you work on bettering yourself, and you realize that you've improved, and there's actually no danger at all. And then the Skull Knight shows up. And then the Skull Knight shows up, and then you're actually ready. I, I feel 
like that's gonna have some bad ramifications though because like you're just gonna constantly be scared the whole time (laughs) well yeah you're trading fear for strength yeah (laughs) so you'll be really scared but you'll always be ready to fight and you'll be that's the source of true valor balp exactly well why did you read it as (laughs) that's how they wrote it you're just putting them on blast that's how you write binging I think binging has an E in it. I don't think so. Yes, it does. I just checked. All right, hold on. Binge? Binging. Binge has an E in binging it. Binging has an binging. E in it. I don't know about mm. that. It says here that, that binging... Wait, both spellings are correct. Yeah, it oh. says that it's a... This motherfucker's a gerund. Yeah, but which one's the American and which well, one's the Balp. European spelling? What? They're not, they're not different. It's not a color-color <laughs> situation. I don't know, I feel like one's gotta be more right than the other. I like how you put this person who is so nice and wrote into our podcast to- <laughs> You put him on blast immediately. You didn't even get to I'm their sorry, fucking question. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter now, they already weird. turned the fucking episode off. They they left, they got embarrassed and stopped listening. Way to go. Now we're yeah, minus one. <laughs> okay, good. Can't, can't win them all. Can't win them all. <laughs> Gotta break a few eggs in the podcast business. Our next email comes from Aiden. They say, I am an avid milk drinker, at least one cup of milk a day. And I have a question. What temperature is your favorite for plain milk? Personally, I think if you leave a Boil glass it of so milk it evaporates and it's gone. Minutes, it tastes better. What? Okay. Hold- I think... Boil it so you evaporate it and it's gone. Okay, l- listen, I think I'm probably the only person here who likes just drinking glasses of milk, and I don't think there's any benefit to just, like, leaving it out. I think if you just, you get it out of the fridge, you pour a glass, and you have a nice frosty glass of milk. That's fine. I mean, some people like warm milk. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and warm milk is fine, too. I think I'd pick, if I had to drink a glass of milk, I think I would pick warm over cold, personally. It has to be. You can't go in the middle. No, you don't want lukewarm. Yeah, no, I think like no lukewarm, room temperature milk. Lukewarm, like room temperature milk is like it's not bad. Like I wouldn't turn it down, but I certainly would prefer cold I, milk or warm milk. The only time I have milk is with cereal, and even then, I prefer fake milk. Like I want soy milk or almond milk. I, yeah, milk, I do almond. Yeah, and like, and, and the idea, the idea of drinking it warm is like. Fuck that. I want it ice cold. I, I am the one milk defender in this group right now, and even I think that room temperature milk is the non-optimal way to enjoy a glass of milk. Sorry sorry to criticize, <laughs> sorry to condemn this viewer who wrote in this nice question. We but, are uh, just, we're now we're minus two viewers already. How many more people <laughs> are we gonna fucking right, lose? A, yeah, Listen, they right, knew what they were getting this. into when they asked us our preferences on glasses of milk. Like, the average human being would say, no, I don't drink a glass of milk. What are you talking about? Like, Is that true? Is that true if we ask people? Yes, I, I think so. so. If they drink I think most people I, do I think not the, drink cups of milk. I think the average human being does not, like, enjoy excessive amounts of milk. Like, maybe with cereal. I don't know. I... I think that if you ask a person over the age of fifty, okay, that might be probably true. say that they drink. A glass I think of the milk. average American doesn't even drink water regularly. People, yeah, the, the, my grandparents would always give me a glass of milk. Aww, the milk nice. industry heavily pushed milk on us as kids, like that's real. Um, and now there are like you know everybody jokes about those news articles where it's like the boomers are mad that we're not buying enough uh, 
milk or toilet paper or whatever the toilet is. paper uh, not toilet paper everybody we're still <laughs> millennials are still buying that millennials are not no one's buying ass. toilet pepper in 2020 the stores were full of them they couldn't didn't know what to do with all of it i feel like i could see a lot of like people our age not really liking milk at like at our current age because they it was like put in front of us so often when we were younger like also like the like being lactose intolerant i think is like normal for the human biology like yeah we are we are the exception in the fact that we continue drinking milk after a certain point in our lives right that's true so like i think like that's why i say on average i think most human beings are probably not drinking excessive amounts of milk i i'm the outlier i'm the outlier who just goes mm, yum and then just like drinks milk why would you just drink a glass of milk when you can turn it into like something better, like cheese or yogurt or whatever? It's good. Ice cream. It's f- yeah, I see milk as an ingredient. Not yeah, milk is an ingredient. You can just drink it. I mean, I, I'm not. I, yeah. For me, it's like literally you, you you do almost anything with milk and it will make it palatable for me. Like I will enjoy chocolate milk because that's like closer to like a dessert and like it removes the milk flavor from it. It becomes like its own thing. The I do not fuck with raw milk. We love a chalky milk. Oh, I didn't say that. Yeah, she did. <laughs> so you're saying you don't like it? What's the I don't truth? like it when you're it's called you that. Hate it? I don't say that. <laughs> you hate it? Do you hate the chocolate milk? I like... Why you hate chocolate it? Chocolate milk is, like, crazy. In that, like, <laughs> yeah. you can... <laughs> mm-hmm. Eight-year-old podcast. Quotes from, yeah, quotes from... Let's, let's do it. It's a, it's a badass drink. The, it is a badass drink. <laughs> It's crazy in that, like, some chocolate milk sucks, and there's, like, not enough chocolate flavor in it, but it tastes too much like milk. And then there's, like, I forget the name of it, but there's this one brand of chocolate milk you can get at the store that's, like, so dark and might as well just be, like, drinking, like, sugar. It's it's insane, but it's so good. It's, like, thick, beautiful, amazing chocolate milk. Scary. Badass. That's going to go on the tagline for chocolate milk. Thick, beautiful, amazing, badass. <laughs> <laughs> I think people would love that. Put it on the card. Like if you, I feel like we're gonna get to we're gonna get to a, a stage of like marketing and advertisement where products will just like say bullshit like that on them and like oh, so it'll, it'll make like people laugh. Again. So we'll buy them. Yeah, we'll, well just no, wrap because it's like because it's like weird and like strange. Why why would you call your chocolate milk badass without like 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 I mean for it to fit in like a '90s context, you need like the whole branding to change, not just like a single slogan. Like yeah, you need put like a skeleton you need on like it commercials you need like a co- commercials with like a chimpanzee with sunglasses and like a like a ripped shirt like throwing the milk at the screen and then thick beautiful badass would make sense. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, that that's not the, you need the that's not nineties marketing. That's not nineties marketing. It's twenty. It's like twenty fourteen marketing. Like you need to get your chocolate milk dressed up in some flannel, and it can be epic and badass mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm thinking like because you talked about it's like lumberjack. You, milk you talked about chocolate. I I'm thinking about Axe and how Axe wanted you to think that if you put on their body spray, random woman would like rip your dick off if they could. Like, <laughs> Whoa! Scurry away I don't want that to happen. Like chimpanzee. Well, you well, better the chocolate not axe, use they would Axe eat then. You. Because if, if women will, would literally tear the clothing off your clothes if you used Axe. <laughs> <laughs> they did do that. I'm pretty sure there were commercials where they did that. Tear the clothing off your clothes? Yeah, that's the new Axe. That's the tagline. Tear your clothing off your, off your clothes. Axe. They did do that. What does it become? They need to get, like, preteens who have no concept of what, like, sexual attraction is to, like, write those Axe commercials. Like, 
I feel Here's like what that's women what they are did. Do. I know. It's like, it already yeah. feels like that. They might as well just like cut out the middleman and just like get actual Just hire 12 year olds. What do you think? What do you think like women like? And it's like, oh, when uh, Chocolate. the guy grows smell. a lot of muscles and they're all like, whoa. And you know. Um, they probably already do that. I remember watching a documentary about like MTV. This is really interesting. MTV, like, back when they, like, started going from, like, yeah, we show cool music videos to, like, we want to be a machine that cons- that pre- that influences how teenagers think so we can sell them products. Like, you know, the shift from, like, just, uh, uh, this is TV for people who like music to, like, we are a soulless machine designed to make money owned by Viacom. What they did was really interesting. They had... One specific neighborhood in upstate New York that, like, they scouted, like, they scouted, and they found this one specific town in the middle of nowhere in upstate New York, and they had deemed it, this was, like, in the 90s, they had deemed it, like, oh, this is the most generic town in America. Like, in terms of taste, right? Like, this is what... Yeah, they all drank milk and shit. And so Mm -hmm. what they did was they would periodically send people to this town, and they would constantly, like, just survey people. They would literally survey teens. They would go house to house and be like, hey, you know, could you answer a few questions? And, like, they literally would ask the kids, like, yeah, what are you into? Like, what, what do you do? And they'd be like, yeah, I skate and you know and shit and they would take this info they they would take in they would take this info and they would use it to like to pick like what programming they would run they they sent and like how their hosts would dress and like what to have on their channel so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they're still if like a bunch of companies are literally asking teens what they want and then just like you know it's just a cycle they got they gathered up all the the teens in the neighborhood they they flew in Rodney Mullen and they had him do a tray flip and they all asked him like what do you what do you think about that was that yeah. cool was that cool do you want more of that Rodney Mullen was definitely cool he is so, like, he was like that that was the dark slider <laughs> all right next email uh-oh uh-oh do we run out bomb Ah yes, time for movement too. Just letting you know, here, it's like dancing mad there's like different know, stages i i want to i can't wait to meet the person who's just furiously hitting the 10 seconds in the future button <laughs> every time balp starts doing this oh yeah hey hey if, you, if that's you fuck you I got you. Bow, 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 Grievances. Movement three now. This is a three act structure for this title. Title of this title of this email: Brazilian Steakhouse 
grievance. Hey, y'all. For my birthday, my family took me out to a Brazilian steakhouse. It was beautiful with all the meats on parade. I love that song. Yeah. (laughs) Sausage, ribs, flank steak, filet mignon, pork. This is sounding pretty good so far. But the one meat I wanted was nowhere to be seen. I spent most of my dinner waiting for the lamb chops. By the time they came around, I had already filled up on everything else. Oh, what a I couldn't properly gorge myself on my favorite dish, and for that, I feel aggravated. They put that in all caps, by the way, the word aggravated. They gave me free cheesecake, though. Sorry. All right. Well, <laughs> silver lining. Dang, you still have a grievance. <laughs> you didn't even. You didn't even like you. You still got your lamb chop too. And yet, here you I, are. I, I was so 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 mad, but they kind of made up for it. So I guess I'm not that mad. Well, sorry about your grievance. I hope you get to eat meat again someday. Are they saying that there was like a like a lamb chop error? Like the lamb chops came out later than they were supposed to, or An something? Error. Yeah, like like mark they... it down on your scorecard. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's baseball stat. Oh my gosh, they should totally do that. The next time I go to Fogo de Chao, I'm gonna bring like one of the little baseball pamphlets that has like the little spreadsheet you're supposed to fill out with like <laughs> errors and RBIs and yeah. and all that shit. And I'm just like marking down shit every time they bring around the the flank steak or whatever. Yeah, maybe maybe that's how we. I mean, okay, that's a little mean because I think the way they like meat takes a long time to cook. Sometimes you know, bad timing. I wonder if we can reach a future where Brazilian steakhouses have like a tablet that you press the meat, you press the meat button. Oh, like <laughs> I bet so. Press the lamb chop button and have the route altered well, to include. I don't meat. know. That might kind of just mess up the whole flow because the way it works now is there are just people with trays of meat walking around in circles, and you have to just flag them down like you're pulling them in for a pit stop in the Indy 500. I'm. Th- like I'm, the ideas are flowing right now. I'm like in a dockier. I'm like imagining. Oh no! I'm like imagining. I'm a, I'm like imagining a floor with like uh, light up mm-hmm. paths uh, <laughs> that are color coded based on the type of meat. What? And you press you press a button on the tablet on your on your table. You say like, oh well, I'm feeling like steak. I hit the steak button. Uh, there's an algorithm uh, that sees the current path of the stake and will alter it to include you <laughs> and include any other rerouting that needs to happen. Wait. To make that and this okay. is this is rerouting a human? Like do they have like a, a like a visor yeah. like a heads up yeah. display? Like well no, I mean like the humans know what meat they're holding. They can follow the color. Oh I see. The, the the light up path guide them. Okay, and okay. all of this takes place in a giant gyroscope machine that's going down a freeway at a thousand miles an hour. Yeah, but but like wouldn't that be awesome though <laughs> if you could just like control if you could just have the, the, the pathways of the meat at your Well, fingertips? I just feel like this is overcomplicating awesome. a system that already works. Yeah, but like all this stuff is overcomplicating a system that works. I'm just saying that, like, if we can have 
AI generate pictures and books and stuff like that. We might as well have AI control the path of the. Beat. I think if we're gonna do this, let's just go full sale on overcomplicating it and make it so that the people that are holding the meat stand still, but your table moves around instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have to guide. You have to guide it like bumper cars. I, I was gonna yeah. say drones, but yeah, I like your idea better. No, you have to drive your table to the meat pit stop. Like <laughs> there, there's like there's like a pedestal where like one guy like no like the guys like cooking the meat like the cooks are isolated on little islands and they ha- they're like surrounded by a big grill and you have to drive up to them and they throw the meat onto your table. Yeah, someone draw this combination Brazilian steakhouse. Bar a bumper car ride. You have. You also have three. You also have three balloons. And if someone bumps into you three times, you have to leave the restaurant. That'd be fun too. That'd be fun too. Like kind of a a dark ride restaurant where you're like on. You're like on. A, you're like at a table that's also the coaster mm-hmm. basically, and it just kind of like moves you along a path, and you pass by. The different um, <laughs> like a different Disneyland dark huts. ride. Like you're going to the haunted mansion, yeah, and, and there's like hors yeah, you pass by like the French Quarter, and the Ratatouille <laughs> guy is cooking you up some some of his signature Ratatouille, and the plates are there, like at the at, on the shelf oh, for you to pick man. up. Oh man! And then you can like pass by some sites and stuff. Hey, Dis- hey Disney, sites? get in touch. Disney. What sites? I will say you are describing like the best version of a it's a small world ride ever if it is if i yes. could just, like oh, shit. Pass oh by, shit you're right if i could just pass by and be like ooh some uh, uh ooh a taste some uh some uh, charshu pork oh what's this oh we're passing by italy oh i need me some capicolo mm yummy <laughs> yeah like like this is a oh this my is god great, you're a genius right? like i have such a good idea and it will only and cost it'll only cost it. ten billion dollars to build one restaurant. They could charge all kinds of money ride. for that shit. They could charge all kinds of money for that shit. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> how much how much would you pay for this ex- for this incredible food experience if it worked exactly like you envision it and there are no issues? Fifty dollars. Uh, under the You under would the only pay fifty dollars for the fucking bumper car ride food experience? Okay, fine, seventy. What a fucking cheapskate. Uh, Holy 70, shit. 70. Under the assumption, under the assumption that's in a Disney park, I wouldn't. Yeah, You invented I would never it. be there. I would never be there. There's no way I would ever be there. Rock and Bodie would pay a yeah. hundred. You only think a hundred? I think they'd have to charge people like three hundred dollars to ride this thing. I think a hundred would be fine. We we would have to hash out like what foods being also and like in quantity really of food also out. like like I'm are you getting it's all like you can a eat. meal or like a teensy sample. It's all you can eat, right? It's like it, this started off like a Brazilian. Well, no, if it's a there, dark there, ride, there, there's you a have time to limit. It's not all you can eat. There's a time limit. You pass by the stand and you don't come back. That's how all you can eat work. You can take as much as you want as long as you finish it by then. Well, well, well. Uh, it goes from all you can eat to all you can catch because you gotta like they slice it and you gotta hold your plate out. <laughs> there's there's while a you're passing the boat. Through. <laughs> Oh yeah, that'd be fun. I'm just imagining at the end of the ride to get you to leave, like the the boat drives over like a pit, and then your table falls out from under, and all your food falls into the food pit to get recycled. And it's like get off, and it's like oh man, I was eating that. Yeah, just sudden drop. <laughs> well, if you have ten billion dollars, so get is, at us. 
I think this is like I think this is a great idea. I think this is a stunning concept. So I hope to see it in the future. What's it called? You have a name? Uh, I don't know. It can tour the foods. All right, I like, I like it. Foods. Honestly, that's that's a good one. Not not much of a grievance. Disney like, Universal. Time. I don't Someone have anything to complain just... about this month. I'm good. Sorry, we. Sorry, I was yeah, inspired. Okay. You know what? That's fair. You, it was, we were catching lightning in a bottle there. But anyways, sorry that you couldn't enjoy your lamb chop yeah. so much, but you still got it. And also, you were able to eat the cheesecake after, so I think you were. I think you did and, have enough space. And to enjoy you your had chop. a wonderful feast of meats to begin with. So. Yeah, I wish I could. I want to go to you a Brazilian steakhouse right now. You were treated to a wonderful host of meats. When are we going back to Fogo de Chao? Let's, make... Let's go right now. Whenever hey, you want. Hey, email all of Hey, can we... I... Hey, for... hey, fuck the podcast. Can we... Let's go to Fogo de Chao, like, right now. Let's go. Okay, let's yeah. All get in... okay, let's, go... You guys let's there. all get into Trog's car. Let's right. stop our recording, yeah. and let's Hold go on. all get into Trog's car and go. All right, I'm going to... Here, hold on. Let me just... just... <laughs> Hold on, I think you've got to you've got to fuel it up. You've got a high you've got a hydraulic vehicle now. You got a hydroponic vehicle. Are you guys getting in or what? I mean, I'm I'm keeping the engine going. I thought you had to charge it with like a like a flume of something. Yeah, it runs on it runs on water vapor now, right? All right. Oh, now we're ready. Eng- engines, engines All running. Right. <laughs> Don't put that in. Cut that. That's going Cut in. that part out. In, Cut that part out. No, that's going in. All right. That's going in. That's going in. Are we done? Are we done? Okay. Yeah, okay, I, get, okay. I think we're done. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta end it though. All right. Thank you for listening to Where Do We Begin. Go check us out on social media. Um, uh, you know, RTVS, uh, Balp, Wayne, Trog, Log, Spagoner, Aka, Mike, go check us out. You know where to find us. Twitch, YouTube, our social media. I don't know. There should be links on the website, shouldn't there? I don't know. I don't know where you're listening to this, but thank you for listening. Glad you're here. Share it with a friend. Share it with yourself. Uh, have a good one, folks. We're going to go eat meat in Trog's special car. Good night! <laughs> <laughs>